0: Live the next chapter of your life on your terms. Stay tuned for the latest on retirement planning, tax strategies, and other financial news to grow your nest egg. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller, powered by Mueller Retirement Planning. Let's get this party started, huh?
1: Hey there, welcome. You're listening to Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host, James Parker. Sean Mueller is the founder and CEO of a local financial advisory firm, so when we talk about you know, any of these retirement topics, he's the guy you want to listen to because he helps people put together their plans during the week and then share some of his wisdom with you on the weekend. And that's what this show's all about. Welcome to Retire Right with Sean Mueller.
2: Sean Mueller. Hey, what's going on, James? Twenty twenty four is here. Uh, how is uh, your year starting out?
1: Starting out okay. I'm uh, I'm trying to be a little more planned and methodical about this year. You know, more so make things happen than have things happen to me. But
2: uh, I'm, I'm not sure how long I can keep this up. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, it's like when people start exercising during when, with the first of the year. They make it like the first week or, or two. And then uh, they basically give up.
1: Yep. I'm one of those people. I'm a quitter. At least you know that about yourself. I do. I do. I, I'm a self-aware quitter. But nah. in 2024, some people are quitting for good. The people that want to retire this year. What if they're feeling like I'm feeling right now? What if they're like, well, I was going to do it, but I'm not so sure. You know, like I thought everything was falling into place, but the numbers are just kind of ugly or the outlook's kind of ugly or the market's kind of ugly or they're just not feeling ease, you know, at ease about it. What is the retirement outlook for 2024?
2: Well, it's definitely going to be a little bit more challenging of a year if you if you plan on retiring. We always talk about election years and, and what can happen there. And relatively, you know, the market does relatively well in election years when you actually look historically. But when you're taking a look at the overall economy, uh, you know, that potentially slowing taking a look at inflation and those sort of numbers and we could you know end up in a potential recession you really want to try to avoid retiring when we're going into a recession but that doesn't mean you can't retire because look no one has a crystal ball and as long as you have a solid plan and you plan for hey we might be down for the next year or two potentially let's build that into your plan and see how that looks so it doesn't mean you can't retire doesn't mean you shouldn't retire just be prepared to plan for a potential recession.
1: Well, how much could this high inflation mess up your your retirement numbers because if you think you have enough income to support your standard of living, but your standard of living jumps up 10% this year and 10% next year, you know, we're talking about a 21% swing in the buying power of your money. What if that's your concern, inflation?
2: It should be a concern. It's it's a huge concern. Again, that's something that you also would want to plan for. Inflation has been rough over the last few years, and it does change what you can spend uh, because that inflation isn't going away. You know, what, whether it be, you know, that toothpaste that used to be, you know, $3 is now $5. That All that stuff adds up and makes a huge difference. So you're going to have to generate more income off of those assets that you saved up, uh, and you got to make sure that you're going to be able to increase the, those withdrawals every year because you want to be able to keep up with inflation you have a certain lifestyle that you want to live and you want to continue to live that lifestyle in retirement and if you're not preparing for higher inflation you know it can come back to bite you
1: well what if the market takes a dive this year that's uh, a danger you got to worry about because you know is it dollar cost averaging or whatever when you yeah take, when you take a, a big hit at the beginning Of your retirement versus five to ten years into retirement if there's a market downturn you know those numbers kind of wave out and that could be something that someone's concerned about
2: yeah it makes a huge difference and that's what we plan for when we put together these plans we basically are, are putting you in a rough time when you retire. So it could be a market where you're down four out of the next six years. And that's what we're trying to solve for is these negative markets. That way we know, hey, if you, if you need to spend $100,000 a year or whatever it may be, We've already planned for the worst of times. We know we're comfortable that we can generate that from your portfolio and you're not gonna run out of money if you live, you know, until you're hundred years old or whatever. So when we approach building plans, that's what we're already preparing for. And, you know, look, if, if that doesn't happen, great. Well, that's potentially more that you'll be able to spend in the future or more that will get passed down to your uh, to your beneficiaries.
1: Is there anything different about 2024 compared to 2023 or you know 5 years ago before the pandemic?
2: Yeah, well, I would say the I would say there's more likelihood that we could run into a recession this year. And I would say more of the back half of the year, you know, when you're approaching uh you know summertime, going into the fall, talking about the election. And, and I don't believe the election's going to Uh, you know, derail us, really. I I think a a lot of folks put too much thought into an election year and they're nervous about doing things because a certain person might get in or whatever. Uh, I think we need to be more concerned about, you know, consumer spending. When you're taking a look and you're seeing that uh, credit card balances are going up, savings accounts are going down, That's a cause for concern, seeing that the consumer makes up, uh, call it uh, two-thirds of the economy. And if we're not able to spend, then the economy is not going to continue to move forward and grow at the pace it's been. And that's really what could uh, throw us into a recession. All right. We're talking with Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning about the retirement outlook for 2024.
1: If you have any questions, you want to call them at the office 248 988-9696-248-988-9696. 988-9696-248-988-9696. His website is mullerretirementplanning.com. All right, I'm going to poke at one thing you just said there. You said uh, a recession is likely to happen, and you're looking more that if it's going to happen, you're kind of targeting the back end of the year. Why Why do you say that? Why, why a recession this year and not in 2023?
2: Well... Uh- I know when we were going into 2023, a lot of folks were thinking that recession was going to happen at some point. We kind of were able to derail that. Uh, but, you know, I don't see any huge things changing um, in the first half of the year. I think it's going to take time for the consumer to not spend quite as much. You, uh, you know, we're worrying about inflation. Uh, we know interest rates are currently high right now. What is that going to look like if? The fed has to start lowering interest rates could that spike inflation again which potentially that is a big fear i know everybody wants this soft landing this kind of goldilocks landing of oh man we escaped uh you know a huge recession and things like that but you know it- with, with the rate of inflation and, and all of that, it, it seems that something needs to happen as, as far as correcting the market and correcting all these different economic numbers that come out too, because these numbers are all over the place since since COVID happened. And we need to get into some sort of uh, uh, normalcy, which we haven't seen in a, in a few years. Well, I
1: suspect, and this is cynical, skeptical, pessimistic James talking here, but I suspect with the election being in November, that there's going to be political pressure on the Federal Reserve to cut rates sometime before that, you know, probably in the in the summer or sometime, because politically speaking, if you're the people in charge, you want the voters going to the ballot box on an economic sugar high, if possible. It doesn't have to be real economic growth. It doesn't have to be sustained. It could just be a sugar high, but that's what you... Th- those are the conditions that you would want for the election in November, which means I... I'm expecting a rate cut just
2: for the sugar high. Yeah, I would agree. They're going to try to do something, you know, the administration, like you say, they they want all the voters to be happy. Oh, they made this, uh, whether it's a big change or a small change leading into, you know, uh, going into the the voter box there. So they, they definitely want to do something. They're going to pass something. You know, they're always talking about student loans and things like that. I know uh, Biden was talking about helping those folks, uh, those first time home buyers in that give them a little bit of money. That way they can actually afford to get into their first home, things like that. Whether they're they're large or small, there are things that will be passed throughout the year just so voters feel a little bit more happy, a little bit strong that hey, this administration is looking out for us and that sort of thing. So we'll see. But I, I'm with you. I do feel like they're gonna they're gonna do some rate uh, rate cuts towards uh, mid-year.
1: Well, what do you think is the uh, the length of the recession? Because um, for a couple of the people, when I was reading up on this to get ready for the show, the guys that are predicting recession or saying there's a likelihood of recession are saying it they do expect it to be reasonably mild and fairly short. So how could they possibly know that level of specificity?
2: Yeah, you definitely can't predict any of that stuff, but I'm with them. I don't think it's going to be anything catastrophic like we saw in 2008. There were so many other factors going into 2008 with with you know housing bubble. You had banks going under. There was all sorts of stuff. Right now, it's more of inflation, which is definitely an issue. You know, the Fed will eventually cut rates on that to help out. Uh, that will really in turn try to get that housing market uh, you know going again which not that it's not going now but you know it's slowed a little bit and then you get those folks that are going to be able to refi potentially take some money out of their home whether it's good or bad and then take that money and put it back in the economy again consumer spending i don't think it's going to be catastrophic or anything like that we'll see unemployment spike a little bit but we're not going to be in that you know uh, 9% unemployment things like that. I I wouldn't expect that to happen.
1: Well, Sean Mueller, you know what else happens in an election year? It has a tendency to be, in my observation, this giveaway season to where if they were going to forgive student loans, why would you do it in the first three years of your term when you could do it in the election year? And oh, my goodness, we found that some people need some check for some reason. Here's some more money. And it's been uh, sort of the giving season, the election years.
2: Yeah, that's great. I don't even understand how we're giving money out at all at this point. I mean, we're giving it to all sorts of countries. I don't even know what's going on anymore. We're running a, uh, you know, a, a trillion and a half deficit each year. You know, we're over what? What did we just touch? Over thirty-four, 34. trillion dollars, right? Yeah, thirty-four trillion dollars on the on our debt, and we're never going to be able to pay that back. But yet, you know, you get five hundred billion, you get three hundred bill. I mean, it's insane. So we're just giving money away and there's, the and, and it, that's all going to come back to bite us at some point. And with inflation spiking, things like that, we can only maintain this stuff for so long.
1: But you, look, there's plenty of excuses for if you're planning on retiring in the next year or so to have a little bit of a
2: pause. Yeah, I, I would definitely be a little hesitant, you know, depending on your situation. So, you know, You want to be able to have a full plan put together so you can plan for hey, what does it look like if we do go in a recession? Maybe we have a a 30, 40% pullback in the market. Maybe over the next three years, uh, the market makes nothing. Maybe over the next 10 years, uh, the market makes nothing. A lot of folks forget about the lost decade. You know, you're looking at 2000 to 2010. We had a lot of ups and downs in that time period, but basically, the S and P five hundred made nothing. So what if I? What happens if you retire in a in a situation like that, where for over ten years your money really doesn't make anything, and you're pulling off of that money, you're you're creating income off of that money? What does that look like? How is that going to affect your overall retirement? How much are you going to be able to spend? And those are all the things that we're doing for you. We're making it very simple. We're showing you exactly what that would look like in the event, you know, we have a lost decade and you're pulling out income and we're solving for those things. All right. That's Sean Mueller for
1: Mueller retirement planning. If you hang out, we're going to tell you how to get a free copy of his book, retire, right? 248-988-9696. The website, Mueller retirement planning.com coming up next on retire, right? We'll tell you how to get the book. And we're going to talk to those of you who are going to be downsizing your standard of living in retirement and some tips for that. I'm James Parker, this is Retire Right with Sean Mueller.
3: Reserve a complimentary copy of Sean Mueller's book, Retire Right, drown out the noise. Simply text the word book to 248-988-9696. That's book to 248-988-9696. According to the U.S. Debt Clock, in the time you hear this commercial, our nation's debt will go up by $1.5 million, that's more than $2 billion a day right now our debt is over $31 trillion and climbing fast. The question is, how do we pay it off? The answer is increasing taxes. Now think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are historically low or later when rates are potentially higher? Whether you should pay taxes now or in retirement depends on a lot of things. Sean Mueller and his team at Mueller Retirement Planning know what to look for. Sean can help you create a plan so your retirement is as tax efficient as possible. Call 248. Nine eight eight ninety six ninety six 9696 to set up a visit with Sean Mueller and Mueller Retirement Planning. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Call now 248-988-9696. Firm may not give tax advice, investment advisory products, and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor.
2: Hi, this is Sean Mueller, founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's program. I just want to let you know that you can now take Retire Right with you on the go. We are now listed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Whether you're driving, running errands, or working around your home, you can listen to Retire Right wherever you get your podcasts. That's Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Thanks again. Now back to the show. There's different tiers of money. Have your basic tiers, your savings accounts. We're not really looking for that necessarily to make money. Other tiers, maybe a CD or a fixed annuity in there. You want to make sure you have other things in there offsetting the overall risk in your portfolio.
4: Welcome back to Retire Right with
1: Sean Mueller and co-host James Parker. Hey there, welcome. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host, James Parker. And Sean Mueller has his own financial advisory firm here in town. And he has taken some of the wisdom he has gathered through years and years, helping people make their financial plans and going through that last
2: phase of retirement. And he's compiled it into a book. Tell them about your book, Sean. Yeah, I got a book. It's called Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. And we're touching on a lot of the things that we talk about on this show, but you know, social security, pension, investments, um, just different incomes in retirement. And you can get a free copy. You can text book b o o k to 2489889696 again text book to 2489889696 we'll send you a free copy and it will give you i think a solid foundation um, so after that, you know, feel free, uh, make an appointment with us that way. Are you, you already have the solid foundation? You can come in. We're going to go over all the things really that you touched on in the book, but we can really dive in at that point, but there's a lot of good information in there. And, and, it, you know, this is for those folks that are retired pre-retirees. I even have clients giving it to their younger children to read, uh, there's a lot of good information in that.
1: All right. So the phone number 248-988-9696 is the same phone number. If you want to call or text, just want to spell that out. We're not giving out multiple phone numbers here. Either way, Sean, I'll get you the book, but Sean, I want to talk about downsizing because I, I bristle. I find it terribly abrasive and, and, and kind of dumb. The, the movement to, for people to get tiny houses, they're bragging about living in a shoebox in the forest. Uh, but downsizing is a real thing that I think most of us are going to go through. I know I plan on going through it whenever my kids get out the house and I'm going to end my career. I'm going to try and simplify things, not just so I have a smaller house and smaller expenses, but just to sort of streamline my entire life. So, you know, downsizing isn't necessarily about saving money. I mean, that is part of it. But the other part is just Getting rid of your stuff kind of makes things easier. So I want to talk about downsizing because you've actually been with people who've gone through this process. I watched my grandparents and parents go through this process, maybe a couple family friends. And that's about the extent of my knowledge. But do you, in your experience, do most people downsize in retirement?
2: Yeah, I would say for the most part they do or they at least plan to do. Everybody that I sit down and talk to, you know, they're, they've maybe been in their house for 20 or so years and, you know, their plan is to sell the house and downsize. Some of them don't end up doing it just because they don't wanna change things up. There's a lot of change when you retire. So it's something that you might wanna wait, you know, a year or two, you, you know, when you when you retire, that's already something new. And then if you're trying to downsize at the same time, it could be very overwhelming. So I would say, take it one step at a time. But for the most part, when it comes to homes and cars and things like that, most folks will take a step back a little bit uh, on those expenses. They know they can, you know, potentially, even if they have a mortgage currently, they sell their home, downsize, maybe they'll no longer have a mortgage. So that's something that they definitely look at.
1: Yeah, I've seen uh, friends of the family whose identity was sort of wrapped up in their house and they had a big four bedroom house, which was cool when they had three kids, but their kids are long grown up and the grandkids come visit them sometimes, but they live on a golf course and they live, uh, their little community, their little subdivision is on a lake and that's kind of been who they are.
2: Yeah. And again, it's big to to just up and change that sort of thing. So it's something that you want to continue to think about even prior to retiring. Hey, wh- where do we want to live? Do we want to stay here in Michigan? Do we want to go to Florida? Do we want to do 50 50, whatever it may be? And when was the last time you lived? In a place smaller than your current home, and how did you feel? Maybe you had kids, maybe you didn't have kids, uh, but or getting things organized. Like uh, and and again, like you were saying, sometimes it's not just about saving money. Sometimes it's just like just cleaning things out, you know, you're starting fresh, you're in retirement. Let's just get organized, get rid of some of the stuff that I don't want to look at all of this junk anymore. So, it's it's one of those things that I think is a good practice to have to at least get a little bit more organized, get rid of some of that junk that maybe that's been sitting in your garage and then, you know, start to to look at do we really need this this house? Uh, are, are we going to have grandkids that are going to be spending the night with us? You know, I always have a vision for retirement in the sense I would love for, for, you know, obviously I have little kids, but for them to grow up, have kids of their own, and hopefully, you know, we can have them, you know, stay over. So I would still need somewhat of a, a larger house and, and not really downsizing retirement. but everybody's going to be different when, when they're taking a look at their retirement.
1: All right, we're talking with Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning, 248-988-9696. His website is mullerretirementplanning.com. and we're just talking about de- uh, downsizing in retirement. And what
2: are some things y'all do to to downsize and declutter at home, Sean? Yeah, just personally, yeah. it's a lot. My wife and I love doing this. At, uh, lately, uh, we we basically on, on the weekends we'll go through a room. Or the basement, and just start going through things and saying, "Look, what do we need here? Let's organize it." I just did this with my garage. I want to renovate my garage; that'd be great. But right now, it's it's a little chilly, so I'm not doing that. But it's just about getting more organized, especially when you have kids. All these things, you know, you have Christmas and birthdays, and you have all these different toys and everything laying around. So uh, we always go through our closets, taking a look at our clothes. Uh, basement. The basement seems to fill up fairly fast we don't have a lot of storage room down there and it's like i can't fit one more thing in there so we like to go through that get rid of things i mean even when you're cleaning out your drawers maybe you have a mud room and then you have a couple of uh, drawers in there with a bunch of different stuff you got rubber bands and pens and pencils and whatever so just going through all that stuff just just getting more organized for us it's therapeutic we just feel uh, much more in place we know what we have And, and we basically, we have what we need and not just a bunch of crazy things that we're never going to use is just sitting there.
1: What's different at the office, at Mueller Retirement Planning, the office?
2: We like to keep it real organized there. We hate papers laying around, you name it. So everything's basically in place. Uh, I don't like anything uh, out of place there. Um, So for the most part, you know, nowadays you don't need a, a bunch of crazy, what do you call them? filing cabinets and all that most of the stuff's electronic so that helps with all the all the paper i remember back in the day i mean there'd just be uh, files you know uh all over as far as with with your filing cabinets and that but it's nice now that you can do everything electronic that clean that makes everything so much more clean um but for the most part we keep it real real tight over there yeah i've
1: i've tried to digitize everything and if uh even if i do have a paper copy of something i'll take a picture of it with my phone and then save that and throw the paper copy away. But what about people who just come in with a shoebox full of statements and account information and papers? Is, is that still acceptable?
2: It is acceptable. And that's something that we will help organize for you as well. Everybody's going to be a little different. You know, the, the baby boomer generation, they are moving more paperless nowadays. But you still have folks that, that really like the paper. And I always say, uh, you know, if... if You know, with account statements and tax documents, that's one thing you want to get that uh, via mail, but some of the other stuff when they're just uh, sending you, you know, different prospectuses and things like that, that's just going to add to the clutter of your home. So why not just get that electronically sent to you if you want to read it? Great. It's right there. They're going to save it for you. But for the most part, it's time to start cleaning all that up. You don't need all these other papers. And I bet you if I go to your house, you have so many statements and things laying around. You probably don't even have a recent one, you know, handy. Agreed. All right, Sean Mueller, uh, tell them where you're located. Yeah, we're in Southfield, just south of 696 off of Evergreen Road, right across the street from the Southfield Public Library. Uh, we would love to see you in office. It's a great, uh, a great environment within that atrium building there. Uh, so we make it very convenient. Again, just south of 696 off of Evergreen Road, uh, right across the street from the Southfield Public Library
1: and he's still giving away the book you're going to text the word book b-o-o-k to 248-988-9696 or if you want to do the old-fashioned thing and talk to a human being 248-988-9696 the website mullerretirementplanning.com when we continue we're going to have more tips on downsizing in your retirement coming up next on retire right with sean Mueller.
3: Want to make 2024 the year you are more financially savvy? Or maybe you just need to dust off the books and get a financial tune-up. To schedule your complimentary visit with Sean, text VISIT to 248-988-9696. That's VISIT to 248-988-9696.
1: errors when you're playing a game means oh no you're gonna lose errors when you're talking about your finances means thousands of dollars
2: yeah you don't want to just throw away thousands of dollars flush it down the toilet and just give it to the government and let them kind of blow it on frivolous stuff
1: yeah you know what i think they get enough of my money sean
2: i believe they probably do and i feel the same way welcome back to retire right with sean
4: Mueller and co-host james parker
1: Hey there, welcome. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host, James Parker, talking with Sean Mueller. He's the founder and CEO of a local financial advisory firm here. And we're talking about downsizing in retirement. And and part of it is for the finances, you know, downsizing a smaller living, uh, standard of living is noticeably cheaper for a lot of people. And part of the thing that makes their retirement plan work. Uh, Another great advantage, though, is just the decluttering factor, the streamlining factor, less stress, less things to worry about, less moving parts. And so these are the non-financial benefits when you're preparing for retirement of downsizing. But one thing I would like to caution is if there is a downsizing in your future, whether you like it or not, it's better to do it sooner than later, it's better to do it under your own terms than being forced to downsize when finances
2: dictate. Yeah, it could be uncomfortable if you're forced to, you know, either downsize your home or maybe you have a few cars and you got to start getting rid of those cars. And again, it's not on your terms. But we we definitely have clients, and look, I'm I don't see myself falling into this, but they they will only have one car between themselves and their spouse. I don't know how they do it, but they do it and to each their own. Uh, but that is something. That, you know, will definitely save quite a bit of money when you don't have uh, another car payment. You don't have to, you know, have insurance on that car, you name it. So that is definitely something that a lot of retirees. And I see that more and more when they start to move into their, you know, 70s, late 70s, you know, when they're really not going out besides to appointment, doctor's appointments and things like that. But uh, I don't know. How do you feel about that when you're retired, downsizing to one car?
1: Well, I... I can only tell you what I've observed. And for really old people that are married, um, I have seen like my wife's grandparents, they went everywhere together anyway. They never went somewhere without the other one. So that is an instance where I see one car makes total sense. In fact, I don't think they ever I ever saw one without the other. Ever. <laughs> I that's yeah
2: that's a lot of time together. However, my
1: grandparents uh they actually kept separate houses and they they would go visit each other. You know how some people keep separate rooms? They yeah. they kept separate houses and so of course obviously they
2: had their own cars and that worked for them. Oh, I bet you their relationship was great. <laughs> they they had their own space, they got to sleep in separate beds. They made it work. The, the hey,
1: it, th- that's what I'm saying. That is that is how far the spectrum is I've seen. So and i haven't seen that many examples so i'm more asking than telling is that normal for retired couples to have one car i don't know i don't know if it's normal but i do i definitely i see more and more of it well look we can think about ourselves i think in retirement me and my wife would still like to have our own cars cuz we ha- we do have a lot of things in common but we still have some disparate interests and we have some friends that would like to hang out with one of us but not both of us you know
2: like a girls night out or guys going to do football stuff yeah, I, I absolutely agree. I don't see myself uh, going down to one car, uh, so you know we need we need our freedom. I need to be able to jump in a car and just go hit golf balls or whatever it may be. Yeah. And well, now- what about
1: this? What me, me and my wife keep completely separate finances. We don't have one joint account, mm-hmm. and so we both have our own little IRAs floating around. And you know we can see each other's stuff if if we want. But um, do do you notice retirement couples? have an advantage or disadvantage by pooling their
2: resources? I don't know if there's an advantage or disadvantage, but I I, I deal with that quite often more than you'd think where they have their separate accounts. You know, they, they both, uh, you know, work their whole entire careers and they kind of always been, hey, I know I need to spend X amount and we both contribute to the bills and things like that. So we'll do two separate plans for each of them, but at the same time, able to solve for the household. We see more and more of that. Uh, And sometimes they'll have like a joint account to where, you know, just the home stuff will come out of that. But then they absolutely, you know, with the retirement accounts and things like that, they want to make sure that they're generating, you know, the income that they personally need to live the retirement that they want. So, you know, we're, we're definitely able to make that work with two separate plans, but yet solving for that household.
1: All right. So let's talk about this process of getting my financial world streamlined. You know, I'm going through the downsizing process. I would call a real estate agent or mortgage broker to handle my living situation. But to streamline all these accounts and sort of get that decluttered and simplified, I would call you. But what does the step look like? You know, when I tell the guy to call you, am am I signing him up for like a six week workshop? Or is this going to happen in one meeting in five minutes or somewhere in between?
2: Yeah, you're definitely not uh, signing anybody up for a six foot workshop, uh, but it's not something that happens overnight either. So in that first meeting, uh, we always suggest, hey, bring in your account statements so we can at least see what you have. So bring in those account statements, bring in your social security estimates. Uh, If you have a pension, bring in your pension options and that just so we have something to to talk about and work off of. Um, We want to go over where you're currently at, how you feel about what you're spending, what your lifestyle looks like, and then what do you want your lifestyle to look like in retirement? Uh, And then basically in that second meeting. We have you come back in and that's where we really go over the analysis and we're able to show you all right this is what you guys are currently invested in this is what it would potentially look like moving forward in your retirement and then we'll show you some ways of potentially improving your situation being able to generate more uh guaranteed income out of your portfolio and then and and also wanting you to be able to see what your retirement will look like or, or your legacy how much money potentially would be left over for your kids or charities or whatever it may be? So, we're able to really give you a full 360 view of what your retirement may look like.
1: All right, we're talking with Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning. His website is MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. His phone number is 248 988 9696. And, Sean, technically, you're a financial planner and that is vastly different than the guy at the brokerage house who is just buying and selling stocks on your behalf. He's a broker, and I want you to explain it. It sounds like they're very similar and related, and they do some of the same things, but explain to the guy listening the vast difference between you, a financial planner, and a stock broker.
2: Oh, yes. Thank you for that. Yeah. When you're talking about you know, a stock broker, or even those, you know, a lot of those folks, they call themselves financial advisors, and and folks will come into us, and they'll have all these different accounts all over the place, and they have investments in there. All right, great. Well, you have investments in there, but are they the right investments? Do all these things work hand in hand? And a, and a broker, you know, they're just basically buying all these different investments, but with a financial planner, we're putting it all together. We're building a full plan. We're making sure that each thing that you invest in has an actual purpose. We're making sure that it, we're generating sufficient income in retirement, and and that's it. we're we're actually planning for the unknown. Uh, we're planning for what happens if we fall into a recession. What is your uh, what is your retirement going to look like? Can we solve for that with a broker? They're just again. They're just buying random investments, random stocks, whatever it may be. uh, And they're not worried about, you know, how this stuff all fits into your life in retirement.
1: All right, Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning. I like that uh, comparison there. I I really do. Let's talk about the cost, though, of a financial advisor. If someone comes and signs up for you, what are they going to be hit with?
2: Yeah. So we do have a management fee. So basically, assets that are invested in the stock market and, and it, Depends on you know what what type of uh, investments we're going into um, and how much is going in, but you know there's a percentage based off of those assets, uh, usually uh, under you know one and a half percent, depending on what's going on there. That's a yearly fee. Anything involving the insurance world, uh, we we get paid through the insurance companies. That does not come from the client. And we would just like to be very open with how we make money, how we help you make money and how we protect your assets and how we create this full plan. We're not charging commissions. We're not we're not um, buying and selling stock and getting commissions off of it. And that's another thing that these brokers will do. You know, they, they gotta meet their quotas at the end of the month. So they call you and they say, you know what? We need to buy this stock, sell that stock just so they can generate more of a commission. That's not what we're about.
1: All right, Sean Mueller, tell them about the book. Uh, don't just tell them how to get a free copy. Tell them what's in it and why they need to read it.
2: Yeah, uh, t- you you have to read it. It's a must read. It's uh, it's retire right, drown out the noise. Where we're diving in deep, and and we're talking about you know income planning, investment planning, legacy planning, health planning, all these things. We go over some of these things on this radio show, but we're able to dive in a little bit deeper on the book. It's going to give you a nice solid foundation. Uh, it's a good read. Uh, you know, even prior to coming in to see us that way you you kind of understand of all the way we're thinking about retirement planning and we want to get you thinking about retirement planning and then you know basically if you finish the book make sign up for an appointment come in sit down with us and we can really dive in deep of your current situation if you text book b o o k to 248-988-9696 we'll send you a free copy 248-988-9696 text book we'll send you a free copy And then you can go through that whole downsizing
1: process that we've been talking about the last couple of segments. How nice will it be, Sean Mueller? Uh, I I don't know how lazy you are, but um, I'm getting lazier by the day. So I imagine by the time I'm 80, I would want to live in like a condo where I don't have to mow the yard anymore.
2: How nice would that be to not have to worry about your yard? Uh, So many things, yard, roof, windows, you name it. There's always something that needs some maintenance, but a lot of times when you're in those condos, you don't have to worry about all of that. That's the beauty of it.
1: If someone's going to even come in and change your air filter for you, Sean, just think how luxurious that is. Women dream about being in a bubble bath with Calgon or whatever, take me away, or in a spa treatment or getting a massage. I would just love to have someone change my air filters for me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I, I always, I, was, I wonder if there's a study out there of how uh, how many people don't change their, their air filters, like their furnace filter, how often people actually do that. Uh,
1: 60% of them are probably a never-
2: yeah, I feel like people no one when you buy a house, no one ever tells you that, but wow. you need to change those air filters. You got all kinds of advice
1: for you here. This is Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning 248-988-9696 website muellerretirementplanning.com coming up more home maintenance tips. Getting. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller.
3: Reserve a complimentary copy of Sean Mueller's book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. Simply text the word BOOK to 248-988-9696. That's BOOK to 248-988-9696.
5: Have you saved enough? What are you going to do with Social Security? What will your taxes look like in retirement? Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning believes retirement planning should be easy, and you should be able to get all the information you need in one place. That's why Sean and his team created the Retire Right Pack, a comprehensive resource for your retirement. In it, you'll find a copy of his book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. This book will help guide you through retirement with insight on taxes, social security, income, and much more. To get your Retire Right Pack, text WRITE to 248-988-9696. In addition to the book, you'll also receive updated resources on retirement's most common concerns. Get your Retire Right Pack from Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning now by texting right to 248-988-9696. That's right to 248-988-9696. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment
2: advisor. It's like when people start exercising with the first of the year, they make it like the first week or two, and then uh, they basically give up. Yep. I'm one of those people. I'm a quitter. At least you know that about yourself. I do. I do. I'm a self-aware quitter.
4: Welcome back to Retire Right with Sean Mueller and co-host James Parker.
1: Hey there. Welcome back. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host, James Parker. And Sean Mueller, he's the founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning here in town. Uh, Sometimes I like to take financial quotes, you know, these little things that sound like maybe your grandma would have it cross stitched on a uh, frame, something in her bathroom. Uh, But I like to run it through the mind of my financial advisor friend, because it means one thing to me and you people who do other things for a living, you know, financial quotes just bounce a little different off the mind of a guy who helps people with their retirement plans all day, every day. So that's why we like to do these little timeless advice segments. Uh, Sean, you ready for this first one from Warren Buffett? Oh, the prophet. He's still with us, right? I think his uh, right man left us, but Warren Buffett's still with He's like uh, 190 years old or something.
2: I know. He's not going to be around too much longer, and uh, I think we're going to be uh, uh, sad and lost without him.
1: All right, but I like uh, this quote is one of his basics. It says, rule number one, never lose money. Rule number two, Never forget rule
2: number one. Now, that's easy to say, but is that easy to do? It is easy to say, not always easy to do. And I think a lot of times, you know, when, when when he's saying this too, you never actually lose money until you sell those assets. You sell those stocks and then you realize those losses. Because what really what he's getting at is if you hold on to them long enough, you they're going to bounce back. Uh, but that isn't always the case. And, th- and not everybody's in that situation to where they need that money, right? They need to sell and uh, generate income. But uh, yeah, I, I use that quote quite often never lose money. And then, yeah, rule number two, never forget rule number one. I would say, you know, you need a well rounded portfolio. And he'll talk, I mean, Warren Buffett talks a lot about diversification too. And all of that stuff helps you in the long term to where you never lose money.
1: Well, it's also, I think, more of a metaphor or or just kind of hint towards safety because I've seen Warren Buffett lose money on investments before. So apparently it's not a hard and
2: fast rule. It's just kind of which way you should steer your car absolutely and like you say yeah protection Uh, and there's so many different investments that you can invest in that gives you that protection and that is something that we will go over once you guys call 248-988-9696 and book your first appointment we'll dive in deep on all this, uh, all the things that we talk about on the show and protecting those assets.
1: Well, also, if there is a dude out there who says, I want zero downside risk, I don't wanna lose money, I don't care if I'm just crawling along and I don't get all the giant yields that some stock
2: accounts get, I want no downside risk. Can you handle those guys? Absolutely. And there are folks that, that ask for that. And, and there's different ways of, of approaching that. You can look for things that are FDIC insured. You can look through things that are state insured. So depending on the state you live in, it's insured and backed by your state. But absolutely. Look, everything has a risk. I don't care what it is. If it's cash in, in your checking or savings account, it's at risk. The bank borrows off of that money. If something happens to the bank, we've seen it, we saw it last year, uh, things things can happen. So there's nothing that's 100%. I don't care what anybody says, but there's definitely things that you can go into that are much, much, much less risky than, say, putting your money in the stock market.
1: We're talking with Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning, just going over some uh, financial quotes from the past and seeing how they reverberate off his financial advisor brain in the modern times. 248-988-9696. Now, the next one is from an author. He writes uh, finance books. His name's Nathan Morris. He writes, every time you borrow money, you're robbing your future self. So how often do people realize that they're uh, they're taking money from their future self?
2: This is what I gather off of this. is He's talking about basically paying interest. You're paying more back than what you actually borrowed. I don't know. I don't know if he's 100% right with that. I mean, how would... Uh, How would most small businesses even get started if they didn't borrow money? Got to be able to spend and save. Live now because tomorrow's not promised, but you better save for the future.
1: Yeah, and and that doesn't mean don't ever borrow money because you're robbing yourself in the future. Just be serious about it. Don't go putting stuff on the credit card that future you is going to regret because and
2: unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately the student loans fall into that. You know, the, the, these kids get these student loans and they're borrowing and they don't understand, you know, how much it's actually going to cost them in the future. If you actually sat down with them and said, look, this is what the average, uh, young person out of college is going to make, this is what your student loan payment's going to look like. They might actually have an alternative. Maybe they're not going to borrow as much. Maybe they're going to work and pay for half and borrow half, but I don't think anybody's really sitting down with them and going over all this stuff and and how much it's really going to put them in a hole for, you know, 20 years.
1: Right. Or maybe they're not going to forego college, but they'll just adjust their major to mechanical engineering instead of feminist basket weaving or something. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I like that one. I, I like to think of borrowing money as robbing your future self, you know? So you like you said, sometimes you do have to take on debt. You do have to take on debt yeah. to get a car. You do have to take on debt to get a house. Just make sure you don't overpay for the car or buy something that's above your means for the house and future you not going to be mad. You're going to be like, yeah, I understand you, you robbed me, but it was for a good cause. At least I have a house now. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, next financial quote comes from the great Will Rogers, who... My parents and grandparents used to quote this guy a lot. I don't think my kids know who he is, but he says too many people spend money they earn to buy things that they
2: don't want to impress people that they don't like. Keeping up with the Joneses. What do the neighbors have? The neighbors have that new car or the neighbors just renovated their house. That's we need to do that. You know what? Uh, We need a new car now. So that happens all the time. I see this all too often folks make a very good living and they should, and you would think that they have a nice retirement savings account. Uh, They shouldn't have to worry about money when they retire, but what are they doing? They're buying, they're overspending on that nice car. They're buying too big of a house. They're buying you know, all the expensive clothes and the handbags just to impress people that A, they might not even know. And again, they might not even like. So don't try to keep up with the Joneses try to keep up with yourself, make sure, you know, you have a lifestyle that you guys can continue to maintain and don't worry about everybody else and and what they uh, think of you and how they're viewing you. Well, I, I think the focus on that should be on the on the big ticket
1: items, because, you know, if you go out and you spend some money and get and get some nice clothes, some designer jeans or some Lululemon pants for your lady or they got to go spend $50 on a Stanley coffee mug instead of just a regular old branded coffee mug. None of that comes up to the, the the cost, the hit that you take for things like overbuying for your house or overbuying for a car. Because, you know, if you buy a new car and you want to be a new car kind of guy, you go buy a new car today. What happens in three years? You don't have a new car anymore. So you have to go buy another one. And I, th- I think keeping that rope-a-dope going. Uh, far outspends you with the cause, you know people, people like to fuss about how much are you spending on cappuccinos or Starbucks every month uh, that pales in
2: comparison to the car and house situation. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, being mortgage, is is terrible you're locking yourself in for for something potentially 30 years and you're really not going to be able to keep that up you're, you're spending too much just to have a little bit larger of a house or or in an uppity neighborhood to where the taxes are going to be significantly higher than somewhere else so yeah uh, you definitely with those big ticket items that's where that's going to be your pitfall
1: right and if if you're just throwing an extra thousand dollars a month at this mortgage that you don't need.
2: I could buy a lot of Starbucks. That's huge, yeah. I mean, if you could save $1,000 a month, $12,000 a year, you compound that with interest every single year, I mean, that is gonna make a huge difference on your retirement. And then you can have all the coffee you want.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. All right, Sean's still doing the book giveaway, retire right, drown out the noise. You can get your free copy, and this isn't like some uh, scam where, yeah, you got to pay $8 shipping and handling. No, Sean will cover the cost of the book and the shipping and the packaging and up and all that, whatever handling is. Text the word book, B-O-O-K, to 248-988-9696. His website, com, And uh, he's in Southfield, probably 20 minutes or so from wherever you're listening right now. So uh, when it's time to come in the office, it's a pretty convenient location. To get got set up, but it all starts with you making the phone call or floating the text. It's the same phone number, 248-988-9696, website, com. All
2: right,
1: Sean, thanks for another great show. Thank you so much, James.
2: Uh, enjoy your weekend.
1: All right, come back with us next week. We'll do this again. This has been Retire Right with Sean Mueller.
4: Please remember that converting an employer plan account to a Roth IRA is a taxable event. Increased taxable income from the Roth IRA conversion may have several consequences including but not limited to a need for additional tax withholding or estimated tax payments, the loss of certain tax deductions and credits, and higher taxes on Social Security benefits and higher Medicare premiums. Be sure to consult with a qualified tax advisor before making any decisions regarding your IRA.
0: Retire Right is the name of our radio show. It is used solely for marketing purposes and should not be seen as a promise or guarantee of investment results or preservation of principle. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. Mueller Retirement Planning is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. AEWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as a sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Mueller Retirement Planning is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable. But accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. This radio show is a paid placement.